The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. Mm. Perversions of science. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt Keeper. L.I.W. from the Crypt. Review. Hello, citizens. I'm uh, really, really mad right now. I just finished uh, the live episode commentary for Drawn and Quartered, episode 308 of Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Technically new Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Because for the third season of the cartoon, they added the word new at the beginning of it. And it splatters like a fucking jizz shot onto the, like a money shot onto the screen. Where it's like, new. It's dumb. I hate this cartoon. I really do. <laughs> um, this one especially. Uh, but I'm Phoenix West. Uh, welcome to LIW Tales from the Crypt. This is episode 10 for 308, Drawn and Quartered, of New Tales from the Crypt. I already said a lot of that, but I just want to get it out of the way so it's not in my mind. Let's, let's just start and fucking get this done. This might be the shortest show in the entire podcast because there is almost nothing to talk about here. Okay, so... Episode begins, uh, a, a child named, what the fuck was his stupid name? His name was uh, Ralph, getting chased down into an alleyway. He hides in some trash cans because some bullies are chasing him. And their names are, who gives a shit, uh, Mike and Brett, is that them? Must be the only other people in this episode other than the mom and Karen. Karen! And Wahoo. But uh, they, they chase him down there, he hides, eventually they're like, fuck it, let's go. He deserves a break. Some very kind bullies, and they look like uh, typical 90s cartoon bullies. It looks like the Doug animation, kind of. Uh, he gets out of the trash cans, he's like, whoo, and he, he's been dropping paper the entire way, and he picks it up. This girl springs out of fucking nowhere, wearing, wearing a rice paddy hat with like a purple ball on it, and she's like, hey, Ralph, I was just here to watch you get your ass kicked. I really want to see them like rape you in this dark alleyway, like or like a Bruce Wayne's parents type of thing. Maybe they'd shoot you and leave you, you know, fucking clutching your pearls. And then I was going to, you know, just loot whatever they didn't take. But hey, how's it going, Ralph? What's up? How's your drawings going? And apparently Ralph is an artist, at which point I started to have uh, flashbacks to a certain episode, which I'll get into in a moment. And I was like, oh, don't go this way. Oh, it's not going to go this way, no. He shows him this drawing of some new character he created named Wahoo. And he looks exactly like the Tasmanian Devil. I don't know how this fucking episode made it to the air without getting sued by Looney Tunes is is beyond me, but it gets worse from here. So let's, we're starting here where I, I immediately went. That looks like that looks at the Tasmanian Devil, and they show he shows the drawings of his two bullies getting wedgies by him, and then some other fucking terrible artwork. The kid's terrible, and he's like drawing this animation stuff, and it looks exactly like the animation style that they're in. And I was. So that would be the equivalent of a real-life show where someone's drawing real-life images. And that's a big issue that comes up later, and I'll get into that. Because uh, they walk to, the, uh, to, to buy some art supplies. This is scene number two. They get some art supplies, and they come out of the shop. And for some reason, there's like fucking cabbage or a cauliflower outside the thing, it looks like. It could be sponges, I don't know. But it's a weird little shelf outside. And you see that Ralph is carrying a big paper bag full of like two and a half foot 
markers? I don't know what the fuck those are. Why are they so big? They are massive. They're sticking out of this, the top of the bag. I assume they're going all the way to the bottom. So those things are two feet. What the fuck is he do? Is he got to be like Jackson Pollock and work from standing position and just splatter it down? I don't know what the hell he's doing with these things. Why do they sell these novelty size like crayons or markers, whatever the hell they are? Crayons, if you're not from Michigan. But the point is the bullies pop up again and she starts going off like being his fucking rep, being his, being his hype man is like, you should check out his artwork. It's really fucking good because they stole his notebook. And they're looking at it, and they're like, oh, this is pretty, all right, yeah. Big, you know, dummy bullies from 90s cartoons. And Ralph's like, not all of those cartoons are that great. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get the fuck over there. If you're going to defend me and demasculate me in front of these guys, at least get the fucking notebook from them. Because they flip and they see a bunch of drawings of themselves. And in these weird positions, and they look like monkeys and stupid shit like that. And they're just like, Hey, these aren't really odd. Like, how do you, you're kicking the shit out of the kid, I assume. We don't ever see them actually do anything to it, but I'm going to go ahead and assume they're at least kicking the shit out of him or something like that. Some violence is being perpetrated, and they're like, he did a doodle of us. No, how could he feel this way about us? What have we done to deserve this? I mean, we broke his arm four times in the exact same spot on purpose so it wouldn't heal right, but... We thought that far ahead of time, but I never thought it would lead to doodles. What what kind of world are we living in? I mean, gun violence is one thing in the inner city, but when a man gets doodled, not diddled, but doodled, which is what we were doing to him, diddling, but when a man gets doodled, he feels a little, he gets a little defensive and just feels like his life has been taken from him. It's like, they had the thought of like a, a, a when cameras were first invented and they thought it was stealing your soul. What the fuck is wrong with these kids? Why do they care if some the kid they're bullying doodles them getting bullied? It doesn't actually do anything about it. In fact, it should be more like, <laughs> you're pathetic. Hey, well, let's fuck him up. Let's, let's break his nose again. Make it off to the side all crooked and shit. And, which is a f- reference to later. But oh, God, I just don't get why they care. I, he's like, ah! like, you're so offended by it, but... They, uh, I don't remember how it ends. They just, he goes home and he, sp- oh, he, he walks over to the bus stop and uh, the crib keeper is there reading on the, on the, in flip flops on the park bench, reading a newspaper with a whole like, fucking like glory hole cut into the newspaper. And he's just like, he, he, he just, you know, dropped his pen on the floor or, or on the sidewalk. Apparently it's a pencil. Kid knows that immediately, but he picks it up. I think it was like one of those things where he like, he, you know, the, the creepy old man drops a dollar bill and waits for the hot lady in the dress to pick it up in front of him. So he can be like, yeah, you got, you got my little cane with a mirror on it. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Why he wants his kid to bend over in front of him to pick up a pencil. He could have just handed it to him. I'm like, hey, kid, here you go. Again, then again, it's a fucking monster handing you something. He, he's green. He's fucking green. Nobody reacts to this at all. Nobody goes, why are you a fucking like zombie slash skeleton hanging out on a park bench in the middle of the fucking town? They're just like, hey, mister, what are you doing? Oh, read the newspaper? Cool. How do you know my name? Because he's like, hey, Ralph, here's a... Hey, Ralph, here's a pencil! And he's just like, how do you know my name? And he's like, it's written on your notebook. And he shows his notebook, and it's just a white piece of, like, where you would put a name, and we can't see anything there. Like, they're too lazy to animate the word Ralph on it. What the fuck? You're, you're drawing it. You're just adding a word on there. But we don't see, we see nothing, so... He's like, oh, yeah. Anyway, gets on the bus... 
And the Crypt Keeper is like talking through the hole earlier, but he just vanishes after he does his little soliloquy for the fucking intro and then just vanishes and then the glory hole newspaper falls to the sidewalk and then we go into the real episode, which is scene three, or scene four technically, where uh, Ralph goes home. I'm slowing down because this is a long segment that takes up most of the episode. He goes home. And he's like a fucking lunatic obsessed. And he just draws and draws and draws with this creepy skull. Oh, 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 let me get back backtrack real quick. Before he got in the bus, he drew a, a ladybug and it dropped to the floor. And after he got in the bus and left, the ladybug came to life. Okay, let's, let's go back to where we were. So he's drawing all night and, and apparently he didn't do any homework. He just like phased out for six hours and just was like drawing, drawing. He's drawing like him spraying the bullies with water. And he's drawing the Tasmanian devil ripoff Wahoo. And he's drawing the bullies fucking, you know, pegging each other. I don't know what the fuck he's drawing. It doesn't matter. But he's, he's drawing all this shit. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep. Lays down in his fucking prison bed because his parents don't give a shit about him, apparently. And they must, have, they must have thought he was masturbating upstairs for hours. Because he's like drawing and going, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that, I'll, and I'll spray him, uh, spray him, I'll spray all over him, because uh, uh, he drawn him, spraying with water, mm, spray on their faces, those guys' faces, and his parents are just downstairs going, oh, God, what did we create? Oh, I feel like we're partially responsible for this. Maybe raising him with a prison bed and only an art desk in his room. Maybe that wasn't the greatest idea. What the fuck's he do? He's talking about spraying guys in the chest and face and what? the fuck's he doing? It sounds very violent, whatever he's masturbating to up there. Just, oh, this is a nightmare. Is he going to kill us in the middle of the night? I feel like this is how we end. Is this really how our, our parenting comes to an end? With, via our own child? Um, and they're like kind of, you know, reflecting back on all those tiny little mistakes they made when he was two where they watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre and didn't turn it off in front of him. And they're like, oh, I probably should have hit pause. I like changed the channel. But you know, the remote was like on the on the duvet, and I was over here, and I just, I just didn't feel like getting up. And is that gonna get me killed in the middle of the night when he puts a fucking shotgun against a pillow and pulls the trigger, as if a, as if a pillow is gonna muffle a shotgun? But he's not really thinking that far ahead. This is what how the shit really goes down. And he's gonna mow down mother in the fucking bathroom. That's always what happens. They're always like separated, and they fuck it up, and then one has to get chased into the other room. And, and that's that's fuck fuck. Well, let him finish. He's up there finishing. Just let him finish. He'll be finished a couple hours. Like, is he is he going multiple times, or is he going one really long time for like a great release? I would, I want to ask him, but I th I feel like he'll kill us quicker if he reveals any secrets. So let's go ahead and, and not talk about this with him, and just see what happens. Maybe during the the, the parent teacher conferences, we'll we'll bring it up. Like, did has he mentioned anything? Has he been portraying any? Uh, any signs he might turn against us in the middle of the night? I'm just, hey, I'm just throwing shit out there. I'm not really suggesting he might do that. I'm just saying if he has suggested anything, would be great to know, Mr. Brown. So if you have any information, that'd be great. I, I could use it in the police report because I don't want it to be like he, he fakes a home invasion and gets away with it sort of thing. So anyway, he's up there. Let's let him finish, honey. And, uh, you know, continue watching Matlock and... We'll see what happens. I mean, well, it's, in the end of the day, we're just going to see what happens. I mean, whatever, whatever he's going to do, he's going to do. Shit's already planted. That seed is deep. Those roots are deep. Those fucked up roots are real deep in his brain. So fuck it. Let's just, let's just go ahead and... 
Ah, shit. Shit. Probably shouldn't have, like, uh, fell asleep at 3 in the morning with Skinamax on. It was uh, kind of a violent porno I watched. And while I was watching it, and then I fell asleep, and then he came down, I woke up, and he was next to me. And uh, I'm sorry if they get you killed, honey. It's, uh, it's been a fun ride, right? Uh, it's not like the other kid where we figured it out ahead of time and put him down. Uh, this one, this one's on us. I mean, two's a pattern, right? Two's a pattern. <laughs> oh. oh, he sounds like he finished. I heard his uh, lamp go off. Either he's cleaning in the dark, up after like, cleaning his chest off in the dark, or he's going to sleep. Oh, I heard his little uh, prison bed. Okay, he went to sleep. We're good. <laughs> uh, we should get our wills in order, though, right? Right, honey? We should just, just in case, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. Shit. So anyway, the, uh, he draws all night, goes to sleep, and then the next morning, he drew, he drew Wahoo in the middle, you know, before he went to bed, before he fucking jerked and, and slept. And uh, in, in the morning, he wakes up, all the papers are blank, and he's like, Mom, Dad, did you guys, did you guys take some of my paper, my jerk-off material, I mean, my drawings? Did you guys take it? Because I'd be real fucking angry at you. And his parents are downstairs like, Oh, God. It's not true, but he might think it's true. Oh, God, this is it. This is it for us. And they're clutching each other. And, and the kid's just like, oh, what happened? He's looking around his room. And the fucking girl pops in out of, out of, from all the hallway. I'm like, does this bitch live in his hallway? What the, or the bathroom? Is she tucked up in the fucking tub? Where does she sleep? Why is she right there? Why are... In, in cartoons and, like, kid shows, like, Clarissa explains it all. That fuck motherfucker neighbor walks up. Or he, he puts a fucking ladder against her window and just goes up there. If I find that with my teenage daughter, that motherfucker's getting strangled. But it's always cool and, and great. Because it's always the best friend who's... It's, it's platonic, so we're not going to fuck. I'm not going to blow him, then he's going to fly out the window when my dad comes in the room. Nope, nope, nope. What's going to happen is we just get along and we'll date someone else. And then we'll eventually we'll get together way down the road. No, no. He breaks in the fucking window, which is essentially what's happening. Because you own the house. He, he might be invited by your daughter, but holy shit, that's breaking into my book. But he's going to come in, he's going to fuck your daughter and get her pregnant, and then you get a whole fucking thing you got to deal with. But this bitch just walks in the fucking house. She just walks into his room, and there was no, like, leave the door open, because these parents are terrified of this kid. They don't want to give him any sort of orders, because they don't want to get murdered quicker. So they, they, she comes in, and they're looking around, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what happened to these papers? Like, I drew Wahoo, where is he? And all of a sudden, they see this, like, rainbow jizz coming from below the door, and it's creeping in, and it's, like, segmented like rainbows, and the first thing this kid thinks is because a fucking psychopath, Ralph walks over and is like, hey, this weird rainbow-colored liquid. I don't know how else to describe it. It's a fucking goo, and it's, like, segmented, like, Roy G. Biv. Fuck, he puts, and he walks over, and he's like, I'm going to dip my finger in this and put it in my mouth. And he's like, it's paint. I'm like, what the fuck? If you see a mysterious liquid, especially one you know should not be in your closet, and it's pouring out of the bottom of the closet going in your room, and you hear, like, nah, 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 in, the, in the closet... Like weird creature noises. Don't fucking open that door and don't, especially don't put your fucking finger in that liquid and put it in your mouth. Good God, there are so many ways that could go wrong. There's only one way it can go right and it happened to, he, he happened to be correct. I'll give him that. But holy shit, that should have went wrong in so many different ways. And, ah, oh man, because imagine it's a liquid from a monster creeping below a door. And this kid's just like, yep. Mm. That's paint. That's paint, my friend. My friend who sleeps in the hallway, that's, that's paint. Yep, recognize that taste anywhere. What the fuck does he know what paint tastes like? I don't know, but point is, uh, Wahoo comes out, and he's got like a 
He's got like a magenta colored paintbrush and he's running around the room just like Tasmanian Devil, but they're not going to get sued. He's running around. He's not, he's not leaving a drop of paint everywhere, which I, or anywhere, I should say, which is what I expected because he's running around with loose paint. But, and I expected like, the point is he's causing chaos, getting paint everywhere, but no, he doesn't drop a fucking drop. This guy is the most amazing paintbrush holder I've ever seen. I can't touch a paintbrush without having paint drip on there, even though it's, I never even used it on paint yet. It's still going to drip some sort of fucking paint everywhere. That's what, that's what they do. They're paintbrushes. They brush with paint. But the point is, uh, he goes around, and they're like, hey, you came to life. That's amazing. And they spend the next, like, fucking 10 minutes of the episode talking about what they're going to do with those kids. The first thing she mentioned when she came in the room, by the way, was that someone sprayed these kids in the face and chest with, with water. I don't know why she brought that up, why she thought that was relevant, why she thought that was, like, newsworthy first thing in the morning. Like, she had to rush her ass over there from her house, which is, I am assuming. I don't know if she's in the hallway. That's just my theory. But let's just say she has her own house. She's, like, like fucking 5 in the morning, woke up to a text, you know, 1999, probably a phone call, and was just like, oh, my God, they got sprayed with water? I got to get over to Ralph's right now. <laughs> Ran over there, and it's just like, hey, Ralph. Dude, you're not going to fucking believe this. They got sprayed with a, a modest amount of water. You're two bullies. Isn't that crazy? And he's like, I drew that last night. And I'm like, I don't give a shit, Ralph. I don't give a shit, Karen. Fucking Karen. A whore lives here. Whenever I hear the word Karen, the name Karen, I, I picture Goodfellas. Uh, but why, why did she think that was newsworthy first thing in the fucking morning before school? I don't know if it's a Saturday. It feels like a Saturday because they wake up. They talk to Wahoo. They decide they're going to go torment the bullies like he drew in the drawings. And next thing we see, the next scene, scene five, is them outside by a fence at night. And I'm like, D-? and they're walking, they're walking Wahoo on a leash. And he's got a spike collar and he's like scratching himself. Motherfucker's wearing green pants or shorts rather. And I'm like, do you think you look like a dog wearing fucking shorts? I, whatever. But, and he's got like ice cream shaped hair. I, I, I hate this fucking episode, but they, they, well, did they go to school? Did we miss some of this? Did they just wait till dark? I feel like there's another cut of this cartoon episode where they just sit around that room all day and you just see the sun like rise and then fall back down out that window. And, and that's all they did was sit there and like look at drawings and talk to Wahoo, who's like, nah, nah. Well, he talks like, hey, I'm going to go get this guy. But I expected like, nom, 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 because it's fucking, it's Tasmanian devil. But anyway, they're outside walking him on a leash. He looks like a dog. He's scratching like a dog. And he's, the kid's like, Ralph is like, I can just do whatever I want. I can make him a kitty cat. And he turns into a cat. I can make him a widow baby. And he turns into a baby. The voice actors for this show, let me say, he's right there. Sound like they're six this episode feels like it was made for six or seven-year-olds, but the last episode I, I watched, The Monsters Ain't My Homework, whatever, something like that. I think it might be the episode called, uh, what it's called. But that was like 12, 13-year-old material. This one feels far younger. They sound like Rugrats. Uh, but I just, I, so I'm like, well, what age group is this cartoon for? I can't figure it out. I'll never make sense of it. But they, they, they walk the dog slash uh, Wahoo. Uh, they let him go eventually uh, to go get the bullies at the house, at the bully's house. Um, they get a call on the payphone. Like two seconds later, he literally goes and goes in their house like fucking Tasmanian devil. And they get a phone call on the payphone. They answer it. And Karen's way the fuck over here, like seven sidewalks tiles away. And what Ralph hears is like the kids going, you let him go. Oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. Just tell him to let us go. We're sorry. 
And then he's like, no way, no deal. And he hangs with the phone. And then Karen walks up like, they sounded really scared. I'm like, How, what the fuck? Was the phone cranked up to 11? How did you hear that? It's a, it's a small little, it's a, it's a pay phone. Those aren't loud. They're, they're, made the, for, they're made for people to talk around strangers. They're not going to be cranked up that high so everyone hears your fucking conversation. It's not speakerphone. What the fuck is that phone for? Why is it so goddamn loud? I have no idea. But anyway, they, they, uh, they go to a fucking barn for some reason. It feels like a horror movie. They go to a barn, and then uh, they find the two kids, and then their faces are all fucked up. Like, their noses are over here, which is why I was saying this will come up later with the broken nose thing. Nose is way off to the right on the cheek. Eyes are all, you know, misaligned and everything. And they're just like, tell him to fix it. Tell Wahoo to fix it. He's like, I will. I'll fix it. And then he turns around. And apparently Wahoo in the interim stole the fucking skull pencil that makes things come to life. And then he draws the girl with her mouth shut with a zipper. When that happens, that comes true. And then, let's see. The uh, Ralph kid walks up and he's like, I'm going to take care of that. Give me that pencil. And he draws him into one of those little uh, inflatable things. I don't know what they're called. Where those, they're kind of uh, pear-shaped. Where you, you, you know, they're made out of like plastic or something. And they're full of air. And you mock them over and they pounce back right back up. Almost like a little boxing thing that kids play with. One of those things. Whatever the fuck those are called. Point is, though, he turns into that. Ralph. So Ralph is that, and she's got a fucking zipper in her mouth. And apparently her legs are just useless at that point, because she makes no attempt to actually go for the pencil. Instead, Ralph is like, keep in mind, he's a fucking bouncy thing. And he's like, well, you could take the pencil, but keep in mind, you don't know when the magic on that pen's going to run out, and it might run out of pencil lead. That'll both happen. In which case, you're going to die, and nobody will even know. Which apparently the kid just knows. And also is a premonition because immediately Wahoo's like, it's happening right now. And he starts getting see-through. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are the odds that happen right away? What is, is it running out of pencil lead? Who gives a shit? If it runs out of pencil lead, why does that make him disappear when he's already drawn? I don't understand the physics of this and why, or the, 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 the yeah, I, I, I don't understand the logic of this and why he, the key knows this shit is, this is the way it works. Even though it's a magic pencil I found by a fucking skeleton Slash zombie pedophile with a glory hole magazine or glory hole newspaper on the park bench yesterday. Why the fuck he knows so much about this? Did he like look up online? Is that the missing scene where they went to the library like a horror movie and looked up all the all the lore about this pen or pencil? I, I don't understand how he knows, but immediately it happens and immediately Yahoo changes his tune where he's like, "Okay, give me the pencil." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll draw you every day I can, and your your memory will live on." And he's like, "Okay, yeah," and he gives him the pencil. End of episode. And then we see a uh, end of, well, main story. And then we see something I saw last time, um, which is the Crypt Keeper hanging out on the back of a bus, looking like Matthew McConaughey and just, uh, fifth graders. <laughs> I keep getting older and they stay the same range. All right, all right, all right. And he's got the pencil in his hand and he's just sitting there. And he's talking, and he looks like a fucking child molester again. It, what is going on? This is two episodes of the cartoon I watched, both season three, where he's hanging out on a city bus, or last time it was a school bus, this time it's a city bus. Point is, the bus thing. And he looks like a fucking pedophile. What the fuck is he doing with a glory hole newspaper, hanging out, baiting kids with pens, or pencils, whatever the fuck it is, I don't care. But point is, this shit is going on. Are they setting up something? Am I, am I supposed to be aware of what's going on? Why is a fucking pedophile? I have no idea. But uh, maybe there's an episode where, maybe the, maybe the last one of season three, where he just gets busted for that shit and just has to go, like, you know, 
pay for his crimes. Uh, hopefully that's what it is. That'd be fun. Uh, I thought this was going to be a short episode. Turns out it's not because I'm really fucking mad. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then he draws Wahoo and then you know, Wahoo fucks him up in the back of the bus as the bus drives away. End of episode. Which uh, really made me mad. Because it was the exact same plot as Corman's Calamity. Which I brought up earlier. So we got two episodes out of ten. Uh, technically nine Tales from the Crypt episodes now. One of them is Tales from the Dark Side. So two out of nine had the exact same story. One's a cartoon, one's for adults, but the adult one felt more like it was for kids than this. This feels like it's for fucking babies. What the fuck is going on? Why are there two... Every single anthology series has, a, has an episode or so about a painter or a writer or a photographer who does things and they come true or they predict a future or some variation of that. And apparently this series has fucking two of them. Because, god damn, it's the exact same thing as Corman's Calamity. I, I'll be honest, I kind of enjoyed this more than Corman's Calamity, because at least this, I was like, it's going to piss me off because it's a cartoon, and it's, it's fucking terrible. Corman's Calamity, I was really looking forward to it. It was the first episode we did of the real show, and, uh, you know, it's got it's got a night court in there, and, and you expect great things out of it, and it was disappointing. And this, I was expecting nothing, and it was disappointing still, but the hatred wasn't isn't there for this. It sounds like there is, because I'm angry, but it, I didn't like it, but it, I like this better than Corman's Calamity, because at least this had a fucking story they followed, and the, and the main character feels like he was actually in, involved in the storyline. Corman's Calamity had nothing to... Fu- Corman, in, in, Corman in his Calamity had nothing to do with the Calamity, and didn't really seem to give a shit about being in the episode. It was fucking weird. It was very weird. Harry Anderson had nothing to fucking do with that episode. Just Nothing. But uh, I'm done, I'm angry, and I'm out of breath, and I just want to get back to drinking my wine and just have a great night not talking about Twilight Zone or Tales from the Crypt. I'm going to say Twilight Zone a lot in this show. It's because that's the biggest, that's the main show I do, is LAW Twilight Zone Reviews. So if I ever say that, just go ahead and accept it. That's just the way it is. It's going to happen a lot. Um, but go to LAW Studios. You can listen to LAW... T- uh, wow, that time I did the opposite, and I said the wrong one again. LAW uh, Twilight Zone Review. You can you know find that wherever you get podcast um, wherever you need to. Eventually, I think next week, well, maybe a few weeks ago. As far as you're hearing this, but we're gonna go t- for this show and Twilight Zone. We're going uh, live to YouTube on the Raiders of the Lost Flicks Raiders of the Lost Flicks YouTube page. So this will be a live show soon. Um, yeah. Uh, what else I want to say? Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Other videos on there and shit like that. These will be posted on there whenever we do the video episodes. Oh, you can find them there. Subscribe, just please. Just give me that. Give me something. If you want to get a hold of us, send us show ideas because I would love to hear your the episodes you want us to do and not have to pick from a fucking bingo hopper. Uh, loitering in Wonderland at gmail.com. Um, and then, uh, speaking of bingo hopper, I'm not drawing for next week because we already did. Uh, it's going to be, we, we pulled that in the last episode and that is going to be Tales from the Crypt episode 314. Yellow is the name of the episode. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it's about. I don't know who's in it. I don't know who directed it yet. I haven't looked into anything at all. I, I go into these blind cause I want to be, I want to, I want to find out in the moment what's going on. It's kind of the, the fun of doing this show because Twilight Zone, I've seen them a thousand times. I, I review it and they're good most of the time. So it's, it's kind of a, I'm kind of like, oh, this is, so we go off topic. This, though, is a fucking experience. I have no idea what to expect. I watched these as a kid, and that was the last time I watched them. So, um, yeah, go do those things. I appreciate it. Um, let's get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, for Yellow, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.